Blog Talk Radio. Tonight is going to be no different. Um, we're, we're discussing starting your own business tonight, and I don't I don't know where you are in life. I'm just going to assume that most of you haven't even had your own business. So we're going to go from that particular point, and then we're going to come up to more advanced point, and we're going to try to get all that in our system tonight on the Gumbo Talk Show in the next 43 minutes. And hopefully we don't have to go any longer to 9 o'clock, but if we do, stick around with me. I think we're going to explore some things that are going to help us and is going to make life uh, maybe a little bit easier on you and I. And I'm going to try to, at the same time, monitor any comments that I see because I'm running all these different devices. So... Hope that you all get a chance to see this particular show. Okay, so if you've never owned a business and you're like, you know, it's not for me, I'm going to tell you, first of all, why it's important for you, but every single person in this country to own their own business. When you do your taxes, you can write off certain things as an individual. When you have a business, a lot of the things you do already 
could fall in line with a business if it's something that you do naturally. I've been wearing this all month. This is my first real piece and chain. I got this African symbol at a fair in 1985, no, 85, and I've had it, kept it ever since. But anyway, Being able to write off nearly everything you do when you do it for a cause instead of just individual selfishness, and I don't mean that in, the, in a negative way. I mean it's stuff you do for yourself. You can't write off most of that. When you run a business, when you go places and you just simply talk about your business, <clears throat> you can write off a portion of the expenses that you had. So if I go and stay at a hotel, in Shreveport, and I may be going there for fun, but I get into a conversation with someone about business, about my business, about how they can either benefit from my business or any one of them, or I can benefit them um, on what I do, I'm now going to write off that hotel, and my accountant is going to take a portion of the expenses that I had in that particular bill and deduct that from my taxes because that's a business expense and the travel that it took me to get from here to there. The number two thing is teaching you how to be your own boss. And that is really a strong number one, but number one for me is always the money when it comes to business. But number two is the sense of ownership. The sense of you being able to literally tell somebody and mean it and say, I'm a boss, I run a business, or I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an owner, whatever. It does something to the psyche to be able to run something that you are in charge of. Nobody is responsible but you. Now, you can have employees and you be responsible to pay them, but they're ultimately, as far as doing the work, responsible to you. You have to hold yourself accountable as a business owner, and there's nothing like keeping yourself in check. That's number two. Number three, for starters, is that you can become a better steward of your activities. You begin to do things that are more purposeful and more intent on bringing attention to what you do, and you can get a sense of, like me, when I run around with these shirts on, right? I run around with these shirts on. I got my name over here <clears throat> on this side, and I've got my uh, business name. <clears throat> Man, I got my throat cut. My business name or my logo over here. Now, I still haven't gotten to the branding point where I have my own logo, but I'm getting there. I'm going to find somebody. Um, dang, I got some of that drink on my shirt. Just the water I'm drinking. I can, I'm going to find somebody to help me create my logo. If y'all know anybody, hook me up. You can reach me on IG at the Gumbo Talk, or you can reach me on Facebook at Gumbo Talk. And the thing looks backwards to me, but anyway. Now, let's go a little deeper. I purchased these T-shirts from TaylorMade. I got some other T-shirts I got from 
what is it, Faith? I got to remember the name of the business. But I got T-shirts from her, and I got some polos that I wear sometime on the show with my uh, one of my logos. I don't know. It's a yellow bee, gold bee on a purple flag, and it says the mobile notary under it, and then I have my name over here. Um, I wrote off those expenses the years that I got them. Now, this shirt I got last year, so this this purchase will go on to my taxes that I'm filing here in a few days or a couple of weeks. But even in that, just a brief caveat, there is a purpose and a reason where you put things on a T-shirt. You always have your name on the right-hand side because this is my right hand. When I extend my right hand to shake with somebody from standing up, of course my shirt isn't all bunched up, but when I shake hands with somebody, when I put my hand out, if they have a shirt on, my line of sight goes to their right shoulder because my right hand is extended. When I look, I can see without having to cross their body, right, over here, I can look right out of sight, hand right here, and see the name. So if I don't know their name, I can say, hey, Brandon, all right, nice to meet you. It doesn't look weird. And then the purpose for what you have, your business, your business is your your fuel. Your business is how you make it. And how you make it always goes over your heart. So, you know, your right hand to extend the shake, you cross your heart like you're going to do a pledge, and your heart is where your business goes over your heart. Very simple, right? So when you have these expenses, if I just bought these shirts, I would just be buying shirts, right? But when I buy shirts, they're all uniforms. This is a marketing tool. You can put it a couple of different ways as far as marketing expense and business expense. doesn't really matter, but some things have a higher return rate, and so this is all bonuses when you have business. Cars, for instance. There's a formula for when you have purchased a car and each year for like five or seven years the depreciation value of your car, you can write off on your taxes. Whereas you're buying a car and you're just paying the note or you bought it flat out, you're out of that. There's nothing else you get from it. With a business, you can write that off. Part of my home, this area I'm in, I've measured it off, and then there's another area I have. I'm, I'm in the process of building an office in the back, and when I build that, it's going to be completely dedicated with this bathroom, with the office space for uh, furniture, uh, computers, printers, all the things that I do um, is going to be out of that hub. And when I do things out of that hub, guess what? I'm writing off that entire area as a percentage of my home, which is my office, and that will become office expense, office space that I can use on my taxes. Okay, so that was a little caveat for entry and mid-level when we talk about business. Now, back to the beginning. Start your own business. It's, there's one thing you, everybody should do in the first place. If you've got a catchy name, a catchy phrase or something, you should go and get that name, a.k.a. 
um, they call it fictitious name, a pseudo name, a DBA. Get that registered where you need to get it registered. In Texas, you go to the county courthouse and you could do it there. It's a fee. It's usually somewhere between ten and twenty bucks. I don't know if each county is different, but you pay that and you get the name of your business. Okay. So now that you have a name, you can do some things because you're not just being Brandon Johnson. You're the mobile notary. So when you get done with the name, no matter how many years you do it in advance, you just have the name, and then you say, you know what, I'm going to start collecting money, and I may want to collect money instead of as Brandon. I want to collect it as a mobile notary because I don't want to give people my Social Security number. I want to give them my tax ID number or my EIN, whatever you want to call it. Then you go over to the comptroller's office. You can do it online or you can go physically. Now, there's not, probably not much physical going on with COVID around, but you can go over to the comptroller's office online and you can file for your tax ID or EIN, employer identification number. Then they'll give you that number. It'll be attached to your name. Now, your business name, I mean, your EIN is attached to your business name. Your business name is attached to you. You can now go into a bank, open a bank account. Yeah, you got to put some money in there. Make sure you get the right kind of account. If it's going to be business, do business. If it's not, make it some other kind of account. But you've got, if you've got a fictitious name or a DBA, meaning the name of a business, you can open that account in that business name. At this point, you can start receiving and making payments in your business's name. Much more advanced people, they go to the LLC or they start an S-Corp or C-Corporation where they can shelter themselves in case they're doing business where it could be that somebody come back and sue you. Having an S-Corp or C-Corp means that they're suing the business. They can get into the business account but they can't get into your personal account. A self-proprietary business or you're the sole owner and you don't have an LLC, a C-Corp, or S-Corp type business, if they sue the business, they can also sue you and get your uh, bank money um, in the pursuit of a lawsuit and drain your bank account indeed you are found at fault for something that happened. Now, if you have a risky business, I'm not talking about selling dope or, or robbing folks. I'm talking about a risky business in that you do something where people could get hurt, like construction, or you do something where people could run the risk of taking extreme losses financially, such as some kind of lending or banking, or you have a building where a lot of people come in and out of you want to move towards those corporations because you want to shelter yourself from being sued by somebody. They can only sue the business, and that's all they can sue because they're not going after Brandon. They're going after the mobile notary, the service, or the goods that you provide. Now, if you decide to start a business, you've made a good choice. When you open your business, you have to get in the mindset of you're wanting to make a profit. 
A lot of people, and there's nothing wrong with this if you're not sure of what you're doing as being a worthy cause that people would be able to utilize, meaning that you're only really playing around in the hopes that you get some um, money that uh, is just going to help you pay a couple of bills. I'll just shed a little more light on the subject. So if you're just trying to get a little help, if you try to get a little help, my package fell off the couch. Ain't nobody else in there. And, uh, I do believe in ghosts. But anyway, um, if if you don't believe that you're going to make any money or you're just only wanting to make a few dollars, this next part isn't for you. But if you want to get out from under somebody who you're tired of answering to, uh, maybe a group of people that you know you work with, Constantly and consistently get on your nerves. You don't know whether or not you could remain sane if you're in an environment. Then it would behoove you to start focusing on every fiber of your body dedicated to a business. Now, I must admit, I've had the mobile notary business since 2003. Um, In 2018, when I was fired for the second time from one of the jobs that I had over a 16-year period, decided to kick in. I said I'd make a little money, extra money on the side, you know, maybe a thousand extra dollars a month doing my business because I would just haphazardly do it. I wouldn't take a lot of appointments. I wouldn't do that. But when immediately I figured out that I wasn't going to be working at the job, that was before I got fired, I started to notice that when I dedicated time to my company, I was making more money. And it was March 8th I got fired of 2018. By the end of March, I was already starting to make the money that I was making when I was working. Now, at this time, I was bringing home a, a little under 670 bucks a week. We were getting paid by the week. A little under 670 bucks a week in a social work-type position, um, one of the senior employees, so I had a little little position I had a little bit more money than the average, and I was working, pushing towards even more money um, and more of a position in leadership um, at the time. And so I was looking like, okay, good. I'm, I'm bringing home around six seventy a week. Okay. And I said to myself, let let me let me think about what I can do to make at least five hundred maybe 600 bucks a week. And I did by the end of March. But I, I, I didn't realize that, you know, portion of my money was going towards retirement. Before I, I, I got my 670 after taxes, a portion of my money was, was going towards and allocated towards health insurance. Um, it was a lot of things 
that my money was going towards out of the money that I was really getting paid versus what I was able to take home. So I had to start thinking about that. I didn't have any health insurance anymore. What am I going to do? So I had to look at what does health insurance cost. And I said, well, I need to make this much more. So I was telling God, I was like, God, I just give me this. I'd be good. I'd be cool if I just had this. All these was, were futile mistakes. What's up, Brandon Norris? They were futile mistakes because I did not understand what business was really for. Now, mind you, I had a business mind. Um, my parents helped me to grow a business. Neither one of my parents owned a business. But when I was, like, in first grade, I first or second grade, I think it was first grade, I had to sell some things for the school fundraiser. It was spices. I remember my mom and dad helped me because they took the little form to work. I, we had friends and family in town because we lived in the country. I remember I walked around to neighbors door to door in my neighborhood, and a- after everything was said and done, um, this is when I go back and look and, and, and realize that this was the first spark of me understanding how to run a business and understanding hustling. When all the sales were done and in, I got the top prize. And we had that top prize in our house. My mom had it. She might have thrown it away um, in some of the more uh, middle years of the 2000s, maybe like 2010 to 2014. But it was a little TV. My mom is listening. I won this little TV with the radio on it. It was little. It was about that big, and the screen on it was about that big. But you remember back in the gap, it didn't matter what size the screen was, you had a TV. And it had a little radio on it, and we had it in the bathroom because we had a TV in the bathroom. I know most folks don't have a TV in the bathroom, but that TV was in the bathroom, and you could turn it on and watch it, and you could see. But I won that. In a, in a contest for a school fundraiser, the top prize. And and for years after that, I won several of good prizes selling items. And I never did think about it till recent years from now, that that kind of was the bug for me to be able to look at business because my parents weren't business people. They believed in going to work. My mom still, my mom still didn't to this day. And this is no slight of my mom. It's just the way she's real. She's born in the 40s. She didn't really think I was doing anything unless I was working. She didn't see, and neither did many people, the, 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 the thing with a business being something noteworthy of, of a person having, and it was respectable. It was always like you go to work. If you're getting a check and you're getting health insurance, then you're doing something. Now, because my business has been profitable, and I don't really touch a lot of my profits, which we're going to get into here. I'm getting back into it, but I promised y'all I would share how I started business. And it was back when I was six years old, learning how to sell things. And, and it translated to when I was a teenager. I knew how to do sell things on the street. And in college, I could sell anything. I was selling clothes. I could sell weed. I could sell this, that, and the third. In college, it wasn't no thing because I knew that it was whatever I had to spend to get it, I needed to make more so that I could get it again and I could have some money to play with for myself. But that was the, that was a lie. I was I was working in a mindset, a traditional mindset of gap. I earn a certain amount of money 
Then whatever the expenses are from that money I earned, what was left was profit. I didn't realize what I just learned today. That was wrong. And I, like I tell you all, I come up with these topics, and then the Lord helps me grow. From This morning, I started to get this notification about a new way of thinking to grow your business and be profitable. Um, so I, you're right, B. He says, uh, my boy Brandon says, truth, bro, different generation, so different mindset based on their experiences. That's right. Because a lot of our parents didn't have businesses. Now, people whose parents had businesses, they have businesses. It's nothing to them to start up a business. And if they fail, oh, well. But a lot of people fail, and they go into a depression, and then they can't come out of it. Sometimes they kill themselves. But, but back to how, how that mindset came along and then how I got in, into understanding business and then getting out of the mindset just today. I'm starting another way of doing things like this. If you want to donate to the Gumbo Talk Show, you can cash at me at East Mo. Yeah, Mo isn't a nickname. East Mo is where I'm from. I'm from East Moline, Illinois. East, M-O-L-I-N-E, Illinois. But my hashtag for my cash app is East Mo. Um, so now when I make 100 bucks, I don't look at it, oh, I made 100 bucks is going into the account. I worry about uh, expenses on the next one because I'm going to have another job and that other job is going to be worth 100 bucks, and it might be several of these during the day but that 100 bucks that I make on the next job I'll put that aside for expenses no my mindset now is I make 100 bucks 40 of that 100 bucks goes back to the business and what I'm going to need for business expenses 30 maybe 40% of it I, it comes to me I'm the owner. That's my profit. Three to five percent, I'm going to have to decide what I'm going to do because I'm just starting this today, and I wanted to share it with y'all. Five percent, I'm going to have as profit, where it goes into a kitty, a different account, where it's going to be just profit, just profit, right? So 40% is for your business expense for you to buy things that are related to your business. 30% is for me to be able to pay bills, buy food for the family, whatever. That right there is 70%. 5% goes to profit. You're not going to even be hurt. Out of 100 bucks, if you put 5 bucks over here to say this is what I profited, this is my savings, if you will, for me to do other things later, I don't know, but that 5% goes into a kitty to grow. So $5 goes here. We're at 75%. Taxes for some of us? are around 10%. If you're big balling, it might be higher, but for most of us, taxes are around 10%. Put 10% of that 100, means $10 of that 100, towards a tax account. Now, what this means now is I've got one account where all of my income goes into. I've got another account where my money gets delineated to, I pay me. My, then I've got another account that goes to profit. All right, three bank accounts. I've got an account where that money automatically goes, 10% of everything I earn goes to taxes. All right, now what are we at? 75, 85. Okay, then you've got one last thing. You've got to figure out with your money what else 
is important. So is 40% for your expenses good enough? Is 50% of your income better for it to be to your, you as the owner? But you're going to have to figure out that other 15% of what you would need to do over a year's basis, okay? It's not a miscellaneous amount, but uh, oftentimes, you know, accountants use the gap, but also accountants use a zero sum, meaning at the end of the month or whatever you make, there should be zero left. Everything should be allocated to where it is. So you got to figure out where you put that other 15%. Now, this method for y'all to go and research it is called the uh, profit um, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get that fully right for y'all so that y'all can, I don't think I'm, I, I, you know me. Uh, where are you at, search? Oh, there you go. Search. Profit first. That's it. Profit first system. Look it up. There's a book by a guy named Michael McCallowitz. He wrote it. Um, there's several YouTube clips that I've um, looked at where they go into, you know, what it's all about. If you hear, you hear any noise, just ignore it. I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Um, you've got to figure out what you're going to do with your money. But like you said, B, you got to pay yourself first, right? But you really should do the profit first and then pay yourself. Profit is still you, but both of them together is, is what you need. So um, when you begin to delineate, let me, let, me, let me go back to something and figure that out. I want to figure something out. <sighs> yeah, that's it. When you get this money allocated and you got it all differentiated, you're moving it into all those accounts, those four or five accounts. You've got your money. You've got the profit money. That's here. You've got the business expenses and taxes here. And then you've got that other money allocated. You need it. You need to have five different accounts. Okay. And then if you need to adjust expenses, you adjust. But the main thing you want to adjust is if you can raise that owner pay from 30 to 50 or, or 30 to 40, and then you got that money there. You may not need 10% of your taxes. Adjust that. It's something you can play with. But what you do is twice a month you go in and you move money around from period to period. When you pay yourself, You've got to also get into the mindset of um, what, am I, what am I worth, okay? Can somebody else do this job for what I'm paying myself? If for some reason I'm down and I've got to pay somebody to do what I do, could they do it for what I'm paying myself? That's important, isn't it? Because when you're just a business owner and not an entrepreneur, you're still working for yourself. And if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't eat, you don't sleep. But if you get to the point where other people are working for you, you got to make sure that they're getting paid. 
That comes out of expenses. So when you bid jobs, when I bid jobs, I'm not just bidding jobs playing around. I'm bidding jobs knowing that I've got to pay a portion of that money out in gas, in printing costs. Okay, after that, um, time, okay, then my experience, all those things come into the owner's pay. Now, when I begin to uh, figure out how what I'm doing is going to need more money, that means I need to figure out how I'm going to increase my profit. How am I going to increase that? How am I going to increase the income? I've got to start adding other services. There's nothing wrong with you doing other things. I not only have a mobile notary business, but I also sell the product. Everybody around here calls it the golden pill, but I call it the 365 Max or Max 365. It's a male um, natural enhancement for performance while you're having intercourse. And a lot of men need it. A lot of men want it, and more so, a lot of women enjoy it. I'm sure if I've got, I haven't had a gay client. I'm sure other men have enjoyed what he brought to the table. But, and I don't even, you know, man, pause, okay? But the the fact is, is I've added some things to help me generate income. I've got clients in that where I make a few hundred dollars a month just on a few pills, a few hundred dollars a month. You know how many people would love to make a few hundred dollars extra a month? Raise your hand if you'd like to make a few extra hundred dollars a month. That's what I thought. So if you are in need of increasing, your bottom line is that means that after you've paid yourself and everybody off and it's not enough, you're going to have to figure out how to add more things or generate more revenue by increasing your marketing to your business. I told you about the shirts and stuff. Most people do that. I'm trying out another system for business owners. We got about 10 minutes left. We're going to get this done, y'all. We got. I'm trying out this other system, right? I have a strong online presence because most of my customers don't come from this area. This year, 2021, and a little bit last year, a little bit last year, was I able to start getting customers from right here locally in Longview for the jobs that I do where I generate a lot of income for one job? Well, I added this service called Merchant.com, and I told them that I would mention their name tonight. Merchant, M-E-R-C-H-Y-N-T. Look it up. Tell them I sent you. I don't know if I get anything for referral. I might. Um, Merchant.com took my online presence information, and with their algorithms and platform, I I started it up, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Already today, I had um, pretty much a 50% increase of what I normally have from those sources from local business. It's just a couple of days. And I already can see people are telling me, yeah, I found you on Yelp. I had so many calls today, it was ridiculous. I was telling a friend of mine, was it Duke or was it Ev? I think it was Duke. 
I was telling my girl Duke, I said, hey, look, you know how many calls I had from these people today? These people have been blowing me up today. When I left the school and came home, I had business sitting over there back to back. I got I got people I was on the phone with my friend. She didn't vouch. It was like back to back. I did like three jobs when the time I came home from work, and then I had to go to my other job doing my mobile notary business, um, things that I had to travel and do like in Tatum. So Merchant has helped grow my online presence, and I have a method and a way to, to generate uh, more of my customers' responses to the um, surveys, right, or, or questionnaires, which help do what? Get my business reviews, and reviews across the platforms, right, help me because those platforms see that I'm a legitimate business People can trust him, and they can go there and get what they need done right. And I've already seen a 50% increase in what I normally see in just a couple of days. And they don't even have all my stuff in yet. Imagine what I'm going to be talking about next month because I can still feel I I have free time, and I don't like free time. Spend all my time earning. Had another friend girl call me today. She said, where you been? I said, I've been working. She said, I've been getting it. I've been getting it. I've been getting it while I'm getting this good. Doing what I can and I should. So I'm spending my time out here in these streets, running from here to there. I'll get it. And I almost, sometimes I pull in the driveway and I get a call. I'm backing right back out because I get invigorated. I don't get tired of earning. I got to go. My mom pulled out a bill. I don't know what made her pull it out the other day. And she said, I think you owe me money. I told my mom, I said, I absolutely do. And I was coming from the point where I'll never be able to pay my mom back. But today she um, said, oh, I got the money because I sent it to her electronically, you know. It takes a day or so to get there. She said, well, I didn't expect you to pay me back in full. I was like, I'm trying to get to a point in my mind. I haven't talked to her since then, but when she said that, I was like, she must think I was playing. I'm trying to get to a point in my mind where I'm not worried about the the, the bills. I want to get those bills out the way. But I also want to grow my credit with my business. I want to grow my credit individually, and I want to keep on having better things. Got a new flooring in the kitchen. What kind of shoes we got? I don't have anything in there. Let me see if I can see that. Nice new flooring. Isn't that nice? Yeah, ignore the dolly. I'm going to get a new dishwasher. Dishwasher, take it out. See my toolbox over there. I'm still doing a few things. I'm taking around. You know, uh, I'm blessed to be able to get new flooring in mine. It, 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 it didn't hurt to do that. I've been needing to do it for a while. It didn't hurt. It ain't going to hurt when I got to get that dishwasher. I'm just trying to figure out which one. They got a President's Day sale going on. I'm going to get me a new dishwasher. It doesn't hurt profit account, I've already started moving things around to other accounts that I have so that things are in place. My profit account is good. My personal account is good. I'm going I'm to start on a tax account, right? It's just February. I'm going to start now putting money, you know, that I make, the money I made today, I'm going to probably put, what, $50 into the, the tax account from what I made today. So it's going to be some things that I'm going to be able to do now, I can see where this money's going. It's not just sitting in one account 
making me think I need to go out here or when I see something online, I'm going to buy it or I think I need this new truck, I'm going to go get it. I do need a truck. But I'm going to wait until I get that money up where I can go in there and either buy the truck or put so much money down on it that I'm only paying $400 a month for it. I, I got to get into a new mindset. And that's what I'm trying to tell you and share with you. You know you have a business mind. You know you have the capability, but you're just not doing it. And I'm trying to tell you, it's simple steps. Once you start seeing the money come in, because you're, prov- you're providing, I- I'm not, I'm not going to tell you you're not, you're providing a quality service or a quality product. Otherwise, why would you get in the business if you can't do your best at it? There is no other mobile notary like me in the country. I was the first mobile notary here in the East Texas area. I find somebody that started up a business earlier than 2003 that was, that was making money. They were going to find notaries, yeah. And they might have drove around, but they didn't start a notary business. They were just an individual doing their thing. But with that came experience. I had some low time, right? But that didn't define me. That made me stronger. So whatever you're dealing with now, if COVID really impacted you at your job, you should have had a business you could fall back on. I'm blessed that I got a job and a business. Now, my business comes first. My job is secondary. And I told the folks that I work for, hey, I know I'm teaching at school, but this is secondary. I got a job where I make what I'm making here a week and a day. No, excuse me. I have a business where I'm making what I make on my job. I'm making a day at that business what it takes me to make a week at that job. I'm going to have weeks where I make as much as I make a month at my job. And you say, well, why are you on a job? Because I'm still trying to be Brandon Johnson, which is trying to help people. I'm trying to help these young people best I can. And if I can volunteer by having the dedication to get up every morning when I don't have to and go and help out at this school and maybe guide a few students towards an entrepreneur mindset, or an understanding of how their taxes go and how they, how they do their, their check, what all that means on their check, how much money they're going to be making versus what the government's going to be taking, and are you going to do this forever, or are you going to flag this off as just a springboard to the next thing? I can do that. But what I'm trying to share with you all is, Starting a business is as simple as doing these few things and then looking at the money and looking at how you can make more. I can't tell you how to do that, but you get the business name, you get the tax ID, you go get a bank account, you start a business. You can start writing that off on your taxes each year, the things you do. I'm not a CPA, so I can't tell you all the ins and outs, but I hand that over to my CPA and we go over it and it's done and I get amazing tax returns still because I write off so many things that I do. So many things that I do get written off because they're business expenses. Please, bro, re-rock, re-rock. I might come back next week with a part two because I want to get into more of this, how you can, what you can do with your money, you know, how you can do with it. 
and I'm going to show you some ins and outs that I learned in other businesses that I had because I didn't get to share with you those. So, as always, I'm going to stick around on Facebook and give you all some final points, but we're going to close it out on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, y'all, y'all didn't miss much. Y'all can come over and catch the show on uh, Facebook. But if you don't, you've got a majority of everything that I had to give you here uh, on Blog Talk Radio. God bless Blog Talk USA and Ron Spikes. Shout out.